0: Oh. am going
1: indeed there are more questions than answers like is it weird to get naked during a massage and at what point can i ask the masseuse to put their pants back on hi america <sighs> hello world hello. my name is adrian lee and i am your host welcome to the show more questions than answers the only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world If you have just tuned in, especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you have just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests. Somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest plains. With the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. (laughs) So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and all value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming, and I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly the mysterious and adolescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years with her own team called Hellhound Investigations and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. Heather got called pretty today. Well, actually, the false statement was "you're pretty annoying. But she's focusing on just positive things. Welcome to the show, Heather. Uh
2: Uh-huh.
1: I also (laughs) wish to introduce the mad and crazy (laughs) Michelle Corey. Michelle was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle realized this week that dropping a can of soda and sticking it back in the fridge, all shaken up for the next person to open, is not so funny when you live by yourself. <laughs> oh. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you.
3: <laughs> Series two,
1: episode 114. Can you believe wow. such things? 114. Don't believe it. It's a chain smoking kind of number, drinks a lot of soda. Okay. I Googled cigarette lighter and got 150,000 matches this week. Oh
2: my God. That's true and That's
3: terrible.
1: You can dial 114. If your house is on fire in Vietnam, your purse is stolen in Denmark, or you bruise your epididymis in Mauritius, apparently. Mm. What a weekend that was. Oh, Good handle round, yeah. We are getting very analytical, very anatomical. Uh So for the first time ever on MQTA (sighs) radio, the I didn't know that about my body, Amazing <laughs> facts.
0: Oh, here no, we go. No,
1: points no. to be had straight off the bat. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Early points. Here we go. Closest one wins, of course, always the rules. How many pints of saliva do we create every day? Every day. Every day. 24 hours. How much saliva, Miss Morris? Two. Two pints of saliva. What are we going with, Michelle? What are we looking at here? Four. Four. Four pints michelle's the closest she gets two it is 3.3 pints
3: oh, <laughs> really God.
1: of saliva generated that's some very messy kissing right no. there isn't it oh, the point ish. is if you drink less than 3.3 pints of liquid during any given day that's going to be some very dry masticating right there and no one wants that so keep hydrated would be my advice 3.3 3 pints of saliva generated every single day michelle has scored some points early on a person can expect to breathe in how much dust during their lifetime, during their lifetime.
3: Dust. dust dust in pounds dust. Dust. dust 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 anyone
2: dust. a little dust. bit of dust. Dust. dust
1: dust dust yes in pounds <laughs> michelle so miss morris during a lifetime during a lifetime as you're snoring away i'm going to dust- go with 3 Three pounds. Don't forget dust is very light. Three yeah. pounds of dust. And? <laughs> Three. Don't worry about the clues I'm giving you. plough on regardless, right? Three pounds of dust. Michelle, based on the clue I just gave Miss Morris, so that she was very rudely batted back to me. How many pounds of dust are we looking at in a lifetime? Think about how dusty your bedroom is. Think about snoring at night. All your nasal hairs catching all those bits of dust floating around. How many pounds of dust in a lifetime?
3: 1.2.
1: 1.2 pounds of dust. Miss Morris, you've actually scored the point. As much as it pains me, because you're nowhere near being close. It's actually 45 pounds of dust. Imagine that being almost like 22 and a half bags of sugar, just purely in dust. It's a remarkable thing. Is
2: that... According to an average lifespan? Yes. Good, quick
1: an question. average <laughs> and, how, and how dusty your, your
2: life has been. How dusty is your life, Michelle?
1: Oh, we don't have that much time. <laughs> how is your love life?
2: Yeah. <laughs> dusty. It dusty. is two
1: points. There is parity with two little ducks swimming along together. When you blush, what also reddens in your body? Oh no. We're going to get taken off air. When you're blushing, you've said something nice to me. I'm a little bit shy and retarded. What are you going to make me go red other than my cheeks? Other than your cheeks? Other than my cheeks. What's Uh, going, what is getting a flush of blood?
2: Your nipples. (gasps) My nipples. (laughs) All three of them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why, you've been looking. You've never complained before. What am I, Scaramanga from James Bond? (laughs) Hell's teeth. You say that, but when I die, I'm going to make a lot of money from medical science.
2: How are you going to make any money when you die? It's us that are making the
1: money. money. (laughs) (laughs) Before my body's cold, you'll be on the phone. There's a guy here. Got three nipples. What are you doing with scissors? (laughs) I had a friend who actually genuinely had three nipples, and they actually asked him at London University Hospital if they could have his body for medical science when he died, and they were going to give him the money now. That's the point. They were going to give him the money now. Like you sell your soul to Satan, and then he collects at the end, right? Not I'm suggesting London University Hospital has anything to do with Satan, but (laughs) if you get willed in, you're not coming out again. But you can sell your body and make money now. So if there's anyone listening to the show... And you have three nipples. Who has three nipples, there's money to be made, I tell what
3: you. What if you have a tail asking yeah. for a friend?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, kind of like a monkey that you wraps around like trees and branches? I don't know. This is a whole new area. How are your coccyx? I don't know the answer can to that. T- I've got to do more research. What was I thinking when I put this together? <laughs> Miss Morris, what reddens if I start to I blush? I told you already. Nipples. Yes. I got sidetracked. The old yes. raspberry ripples. Mm-hmm. What are we going with, Michelle? You could nudge into the lead.
3: I think the tips of your fingers.
1: I don't know. There's no one even close to this, so there's mm. no points to be had. It's the stomach lining. The lining of your I stomach. I was closest.
3: How are Nipples.
1: <laughs> closest look my fingers are nearer to my yeah. stomach lining because I'm pushing my fingers into my stomach it depends I can't on... push my nipple into my stomach
2: well maybe you're a girl. Jeez. I
1: dated a <laughs>
0: contortionist
2: now wait a second some people can push their nipples into their stomach yeah. Yeah. let's be I'm fair, let's
1: sorry. Be fair here. I dated a contortionist and when we broke up it left me in a very difficult position uh, it is your stomach lining. How do you know such things? How do they know that happens? Are they sticking cameras up and, and then saying to you, "Wow, you've got a marvelous haircut. You've got a fabulous shirt," and I'm a little bit shy, and then oh, there's a camera now checking my stomach lining. It appears to have gone red. I
2: wouldn't have blushed at that. I'm a blusher.
1: Your bloke's blushing at the moment. I can see it. Just saying.
3: You're
2: welcome.
1: My pleasure. <laughs> Did you know babies start dreaming? Before they're born. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Yes. This is
1: a fact. As long as it's not a nightmare about suddenly appearing in a room full of strangers while naked. (laughs) (laughs) What swims quicker? There's no points to be had on the back of that. But what swims quicker? There's points to be had now. You have XY chromosome sperm and they make male babies. And you have XX chromosome sperm and they make female babies. So my question to you is what swims quicker? XX or XY, male or female sperms. And no, there's cheating and colluding going on. Uh, uh, Who uh. knew such things? Miss Morris. A salmon. A salmon. <laughs> <laughs> salmon. Do
2: you know what? I know I shouldn't have gone midnight swimming in
1: the lake. Worst advice ever. Go swimming, skinny dipping in the lake. They said. Do you know that walleye still writes?
2: It made me pregnant. <laughs> it made me breakfast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've never known a walleye do that. You must have got a good.
2: One. <laughs> Probably the male. If I had to say something. Why would you suggest that? I don't know. They're more aggressive and mm. naughty. Mm. Naughty. Are you going to go male as well? Are you going? No,
3: I think it's a female because there's slightly more women on planet Earth.
1: This is—is is that true? Do we know that to be a fact? Or are you just making things up?
2: We're going by the stats in this room. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are three <laughs> women.
1: We have a guest with us tonight, Shannon. She's sitting in the corner, hey, laughing at all of our jokes, which was her brief, to be honest. So she's fulfilling everything we ask of her. It is actually a male sperm. Does actually better. swim quicker? Huh. The female sperm apparently looked for shoes to match the bag.
2: No, Stop no. They get there second, but they get in first.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: what I find unbelievable <laughs> is that with the three women I've got sat in front of me, that you were even the fastest. <laughs> it's remarkable. <laughs> I find that incredible. Michelle, you were the fastest, apparently. Yes. How did
2: that happen? I don't know.
1: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This is true.
2: Thank you for my points. <laughs> you, have got, <laughs> you have got some
1: points. Well, I'm not sure we'll ever do that quiz again. But Good. that was the first How Well Do I Know My Body MQTA anatomy quiz. 114 is the maximum number of points that can be obtained in the English Premier Soccer League. Do you know Is what it really? It is. If you won every single game throughout huh. the whole of the season... You will have 114 points.
2: You lost Fantasy League, didn't you? Oh, I heard about this.
3: (laughs) Three years running, I beat him! Grand champion.
2: I I don't
1: need to say anything else other than the fact that the coming year and the coming season, I am actually going to pick the ones I fancy.
2: (laughs) He's got a nice butt. And we'll see
1: how we get on then. Unbelievable. (laughs) I just find that remarkable. Do you know what you call an American, actually, in a World Cup soccer final? Referee, I'm going to believe. 114 is the atomic number of flerovium, a super heavy, artificially created chemical element, and is also extremely radioactive. Want to hear a joke about a radioactive rare earth metal named after Alfred Noble? No. no. Fantastic. How did you even know such things? I thought you flunked chemistry. I love this show. Have wow. I ever mentioned this? Yeah. I love this show. Every week, my favourite part of the show. Yeah. <gasps> Mail. Apart from uh, Miss, Miss Morris losing points, always makes me oh. happy, is the mailbag. You can <sighs> write mailbag. to us. I love it. Anytime time you can write to read. us through our read emails. It. You can read write it. to us on <laughs> Facebook if you visit more questions than answers with Adrian Lee alva our regular listener posted by the way hi alva hi alva he has posted how british accents sound to americans Mm -hmm. it's a little bit kind of pip pip chilio. would you like some a chocolate but he's given me a sentence to read out i should do my best english accent because obviously i'm from iowa and i put Mm -hmm. this on just to get the women why hello there good sir i'm chuffed as nuts to see you're looking as humbly jumbly as Her Majesty's watermelons. I remember my days in Oxford when I was very, very drunk. We'd often ramble in a little rumpy pumpy before ding batting a fresh charger. We really knew how to sack the old throbbing wobbly on a saucy hot crumpet.
2: That's talking about sex, isn't it?
1: I've no idea. It's such a piffle. I've no clue what that's on about. In what about any, a piffle? It sounds like a plate of beans working its way through the lower intestinal tract of a cow. It has no resemblance to anything that I've ever seen before in my life. But I've read that out for you. And apparently that sounds <laughs> like my accent. So huh. who knew?
2: It did sound like yeah. That.
1: Doyle from Plano, Texas has posted. Heard your latest show. Outstanding as usual. Your guys crack me up. Maybe because I'm a retired high school principal and thousands of teenagers have destroyed my brain cells (laughs) over the years.
3: Hi, Doyle. Hi, Doyle. Thank you. That's got nothing
1: to do with all the crack he's been smoking, of course. (laughs) (laughs) That's very kind of (laughs) you. confiscated, No, you can't. (laughs) The things I've confiscated, I actually confiscated from a 13-year-old boy once a very, very graphic, pornographic magazine. And I put it in my locker. And the next day, his dad came in And wanted it back because it was part of his collection. So I I handed it over.
2: After you used it. I never did anything. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that's so nasty. Pages were sticking together. That's exactly
1: how to use a hairdryer. (laughs) Ick. True enough, but if you're ever travelling through Minnesota, Doyle, you can stop by and have a beer and we'll show each other our scars. Jerry, just like Jaws. Jerry in Michigan has written.
2: Hi, Jerry. Hi,
1: Jerry. Great to hear the new show last week. Everyone seems in great spirits and health. Keep up the great work every week. Yay. Regular listener Robin in New England.
3: Hi, Robin. Hi, Robin. We love you. Posted love you.
1: after listening to the episode 70 rerun, where Michelle first makes her appearance on MQTA yes, oh, oh. Radio, which was very nearly a year ago. We'll mm-hmm. have to have a birthday celebrations. Oh, oh. She has said, <laughs> I have decided to call Michelle MQTA's Spice Girl.
3: Uh, That's so sweet.
1: I think she's thinking about Old Spice.
3: Maybe
2: because I I do wear that.
1: (laughs) She, I knew I was allured to you in some shape or form.
2: (laughs) That's scary. Sea shanties for two reasons. That's scary. Why you're wearing Old Spice and he's attracted to it? Very scary. (laughs) (laughs) How about
3: you like it too?
2: (laughs) There
1: are more questions than answers. She says this is because you've added a lot to the show. Thank Mm. you, all.
2: Thank for you, asking Robin. her Very to much. come back
1: time and time again. We don't ask her to come back. She just
2: does. We only had
1: a run for one show. We can't get rid of her. I'm too polite
3: <laughs> to ask
1: her to leave. Each week, Heather and myself are like, she's going to turn up again. Did, she did you lock in the, the door? No. Do? <laughs> she's drunk outside. She's lying in the yard. Quick, get some coffee. We're on in an hour. Sure with you? She says without Michelle, there would be no bell bunk. And snort. She's a hot one.
3: Oh, thank you That's so much, That's very Robbie. kind of
1: you. We do, of course, have a drinking game. If the bell is rung, if Michelle snorts, if Michelle says bunk or Heather at any time, you are allowed to take a very stiff drink and you can be drunk Ooh. late on a Friday night. Jody from South Carolina says, I never miss an episode every Friday evening. I can honestly say I've been through the archives a minimum of at least three times.
2: Oh God. Jody. <laughs> how many awesome. hits
1: have we got on SoundCloud? Just the SoundCloud archive.
2: Three on each one. Three. three. On each, <laughs> three. <laughs> Thanks, Jody. Yeah.
1: Altogether, how many people have hit that archive? Just on SoundCloud. Oh, it's
2: a lot. Ninety five thousand? No, I think we're still in round eighty eight. Almost to ninety. So he's 000.
1: Accounting for most of those, I'm guessing. Yeah. We That's have sweet. over ninety thousand individual hits on our archives and i'll tell you how to access those very shortly he says the show's entertaining informative inspirational and humorous mm. michelle has turned into the perfect edition you guys are awesome how cool is
2: that oh, thank oh, you. So so much. i love
1: reading out all the mm-hmm. different places around the world yeah. we are listen to if you wish to join in the fun the frivolity if you wish to see all of tonight's stories if you wish to join in the jokes see the cartoons and all of the banter and chat. You can visit our Facebook site this second while you're listening. If you go to More Questions Than Answers with Adrian Lee, everything is there for you. We have over 5,800 followers on there at the moment, all joining in the fun. And if you have any messages for the show, I will read them out and you can write them on there. As mentioned, we have archives. Jody says he's listening to the archives. You can go to soundcloud.com and search for MQTA radio and if you're listening now in our archives why not press that little orange love heart to say how much you enjoy the show and don't forget we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show in a round called not for your mother when we go past the top of the hour that we can't possibly read out on air for fear of being removed or fear of being fined it's the stories from around the world that are laden with sexual innuendos but we read that out that's like an easter egg i believe you call that right Something a little bit extra. If you visit our archives, you will hear more of the show and we will be more filthy and more (laughs) dirty. We are available on iTunes, Stitcher and TuneIn Radio and you can leave reviews for us on there. We have a Twitter account. If you go to Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips, we have 94,000 followers on Twitter at the moment. And of course, you can listen live. If you go to darkmatterdigitalnetwork.com, you can listen at Friday central time 8 p.m we have 100,000 listeners in 190 countries all around the world so wherever you're listening anywhere in the world have a great friday we just love doing this show it makes us very happy right
0: mm-hmm. we have
1: a patreon so if you like the show and you wish to donate there's lots of fun and interesting things if you go to patreon.com and search for MQTA radio you will find us on there You can donate. There's lots of things you can access. You can access the show early in the archives. There's sponsorship, signed photographs of Michelle smiling. Mm
0: -hmm. Everything
1: is on there for you. If you go to patreon.com, you can donate. This show is free. It will always be free. But if you wish to help us with Bloody Marys and the cost of paper, (laughs) Michelle and Heather go through lots of both.
2: And we have a wonderful new Patreon.
1: We do Paper. the biggest shout-out ever to Frank Zolchak.
2: Yes. Thank you so much, he's Who is
1: one Frank. of our newest Patreon members. A big thank you for your support for the show.
3: And all our supporters. Thank he says you. to make
1: people laugh is one of our greatest gifts. So let's hope Heather and Michelle join in at some point. That would be great. <gasps> wow. I also want to mention as well, we have a great friend called Martin who's based Yes.
2: Martin in Love Martin
1: New York. He's created Martin. the most amazing online auction site on Facebook. It's called Martin's Online Auctions. That's on Facebook. You there is everything on there. From the living dolls Living Dead Dolls.
2: Mm-hmm. Living Dead Dolls. To the nineteen yes, eighties
1: mm-hmm. metal concerts. Everything awesome. on there. That's t-shirts concert t-shirts from the 80s great the unusual strange intriguing and bizarre go and have a look at what is morbidly fascinating there's items there for everybody just a couple of clicks away from owning remember martin's online auctions on facebook you've already shown good taste by tuning in now you can surround yourself with good taste as well remember my latest book mysterious midwest unwrapping urban legends and ghostly tales from the dead is available in all good bookshops and on amazon and it has a forward written by grammy award-winning bassist of megadeth david Ellefson. we've got masses of stuff on youtube search for more questions and answers with adrian lee on youtube i've got books on there that are free we've got outtakes hilariously funny mm-hmm. i laughed so hard a small amount of we came out i'm quoting my mother she's on there now father's day of course is this sunday yes explain to me why mothers and fathers get a day but sharks get a whole week how does that even because i
2: love sharks <laughs> cold-blooded <laughs> sharp teeth predators rough skin how is your
1: mother so we've done a couple of investigations since we've last been on air
2: we have
1: we've been very busy did you know that busting makes me feel good
2: Yes. Why does true. Boston make you feel good? Boston? I like it. Like, I like <laughs> More the... than a feeling.
3: <laughs> I'm going to go make a cup of tea. You two carry on. That's fine. I'll make your tea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I saw a hairy man walking away. Not what you want to wake up to, is it? I told you not to drink that tea. We were in Fairlawn. Fairlawn is an amazing mansion. 48 rooms in Fairlawn. Mm -hmm. This is an amazing building. It's up in Superior. Yeah. One of the best mansion houses I think I've ever been in. Was built by Martin Patterson back in the mid-Victorian period, a lumber baron. Also made a lot of money from mining. This is the most amazing building I've ever been in. So I want to say a big thank you to Fairlawn. Last weekend, we did lots of talks, lots of investigations. Mm -hmm. I showed all the evidence of all the ghosts. All of the audio, all of the video footage, the photographs. It was very well attended. We were sold out. Yeah. Friday night, completely awesome. sold out. Couldn't buy a ticket for love or money. There was people selling them on street corners. Under I tried
2: Liverpool. to sell Scalping. Mine. Yeah.
1: We made a lot of money for the Historical Society because this is done for charity. Yes. People yeah. buy a ticket and we plough all the money back into the non-profit awesome. organisation that is the three museums up there the Meteor the SS Meteor the fire station and Fairlawn so that's the Superior Historical Society up there we gave them all of the money from that we had lots of fun I love investigating that building we will be back in Halloween I'm going to do some sort of seance all dressed in Victorian clothing we're going to hold a Victorian seance so if you're on Facebook friend Fairlawn in Superior and they will post when that's going to be available for you but that's not it. There's more by Jiminy. There's by Jove! More. It doesn't end there, does mm. it? Whilst we were in Duluth, yes. we investigated the old central School. Big mm-hmm. red brick, gothic, gargoyles, giant red tower, plunging itself into Mother Nature, overlooks the whole of the bay, the clock tower. I couldn't go up there. I was scared. It we had happens. a guided tour. I could not walk up that clock tower. That's too bad for you. I couldn't do it. I did. Yes. Well, I have a fear of flaws. I don't like the floor kills you, right? It's not the height. Right, it's the no. floor.
2: You have to overcome that. Fearless Morris overcome and the rest it. of my
1: team, the International Paranormal Society, bowled up there like Scooby-Doo just had a sandwich.
2: It was fabulous. May I say one story about that? Of course you can. Everybody took their, I don't know, their little walk around the top of the clock tower mm-hmm. and they decided to go down and I thought, I'll take one last look with Pat and Brian. <sighs> oh.
0: Those our friends yes. and
1: members of the paranormal team from Rochester.
2: Little did I know that it was about to chime <gasps> midnight. Oh, my
3: Lord. That's and we were cool. up there. She was standing next to the bell. <laughs> Crazy.
2: Like Oops. Batman, hanging off what? the edge. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's that? Say that again. The one guy said, you're going to want to plug your ears. <laughs> and I didn't. <sighs> then, what?
1: <laughs> this is where we are. Like Quasimodo sat there. Look at you.
2: It was fabulous. It was a beautiful building.
1: Very haunted. It was. One of the most interesting things. We will play some EVPs from this next week. I have them. We'll put some evidence in place. You know Mm -hmm. how much people like listening to our Mm -hmm. ghosts and our investigations. I was in one of the classrooms, which they've now done as a bit of a museum, like an alumni. All of the old cheerleader outfits, all of the old books, everything's in there. And I had a conversation With a couple of teenagers in spirit that were in that room. And they started doing something that's very interesting. That I've witnessed one or two times before around the world. But it doesn't happen very often. Ghosts think they want to be somewhere. So they are. So you could haunt tomorrow. Ghosts can haunt the future. They can haunt places that they can just think they want to be. There's no time frame for them. So in theory a ghost could come back and present itself ten minutes later and know everything that went on 10 minutes before. Just see what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So there's no sense of time as we know it, like a linear line. And I thought it was very interesting, because if I'm talking to someone in spirit, and they think it's 1921, one of us has time travelled. Either they're in 1921, because I asked them what it looks like, and it looks like it does when they were alive. It doesn't look like the room I'm in. So either I've gone back in time, or they've come forward so some element of time travel has taken place if you're talking to a ghost who's adamant it's 1921 right mm-hmm. what then happened was i asked them questions and i had the ghost box running and they started to answer the question that i hadn't <sighs> asked yet wow mm-hmm. so purple came out and i said is that the color of my shirt and then it said heart and i said were you involved in the Vietnam War? So it's now said Purple Heart. Right. So it's giving me answers to questions I haven't asked yet. So I thought I'd be clever. I wrote a sentence on my notepad mm-hmm. and I had it with me. And I said, give me the answer to the question I have not read out yet. Because a ghost in theory can project itself 30 seconds ahead. Sure. Know what's going to happen and come back again, right? And it came back and said, I can't see it because it's on your lap. So I had to hold the notepad up with the question on it in the darkness so they could read it and he actually said he couldn't read it because i had it hidden on my lap that's remarkable we need to get this on air we will play these things we will make this happen for next week so that's where we've been if you get a chance to go up to superior fairlawn is the most amazing place to be i recommend that very highly we have a show dying to get out i don't know how it happened michelle's on too Heather's running away with four, but we can snatch defeat from the jaws of victory at any time as we run into the first round. That is ghosts and hauntings. It's the stories from around the world that contain ghoulish and spookiness. A family are so desperate for a nanny. They're offering $75,000 salary after the last five quit reporting supernatural activity at their home. I'd do that. For $75,000, yeah, um, I would be a nanny.
3: Compared be, to what I have to do, I am down with this. Yeah, <laughs> well, do it. I'll
1: give you the details. You can roll up and knock on the door. Okay. The living nanny would be required to look after two children. Okay. Happy with that. Aged five and seven. Fine. They need to sleep at the home four nights a week.
3: Who are okay. the kids? The nanny. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> apparently they... <laughs> oh, whatever.
1: <laughs> it says they float above the bedsheets oh. and blood blood comes out of the walls. Oh,
3: well. Yeah. However,
1: they would also have to brave potential hauntings after the five nannies quit in the previous year. A job advert on childcare.co.uk explains that the family brought the home on the Scottish borders nearly a decade ago. Why they were told it is haunted, they have not experienced anything supernatural themselves. Huh. But they said the last five nannies have all reported strange incidents, including noises, broken glass and moving furniture. That's the kids. Come on, now, man. That's the company <laughs> that helped me move house last Broke. year. <laughs> we haven't personally experienced any supernatural happenings, as they have been reported only while we've been out of the house. But we're happy to pay above the asking rate, and feel it's important to be upfront as possible to find the right person. The job offer includes 28 days holiday, and a room with ensuite bathroom and a private kitchen.
2: We'll both do it. Yeah. We, have, we volunteer Two well, for the price the of only, one.
1: The only downside to all of this is you've got to live in Scotland. I, like I don't Scotland. see a problem. Well, that's the enemy. We can't talk about them. <laughs>
2: it's your enemy. If I ever
1: get a love of rain and rolled oats, I'll know where to go. It warns that as a couple, we are busy professionals. There will be occasions when the nanny is in sole charge. We are keen to find the perfect long-term nanny. So if you'd like to be considered for this rewarding and exciting position, please do. Get in touch with us.
3: Happens in McPhee. Richard Conway,
1: founder and CEO of childcare.co.uk, said when we saw the advert, we were stunned. Some of the guys at the headquarters were sceptical, but after talking to the family and their previous employees, we realised it was a genuine position. The family has assured us that no harm has come to anyone living in the house. However, the nanny will have to have a very strong disposition. I think all the other nannies were on drugs. That's oh. what I think's happened. Think So, Mary Poppins or Mary Poppers, you decide.
2: Oh, Go boy. to our
1: Facebook site, more questions than answers. With Adrian Lee, I shall give myself two points for being interesting and yet a little bit spooky. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings? A
2: mysterious video of a ghost motorcycle driving along a motorway in France has been solved. The bizarre wow. video published by French newspaper Le Parisien nice. showed La- a riderless motorcycle. Le La
1: Parisien. <laughs> Je voudrais une anise, si vous plaît. Eva Morris. Comment allez-vous? Très bien. Merci
3: Voulez-vous coucher
2: avec moi? Something Me- about
3: it. <laughs> Chaitois. Messy
2: buckets. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Showed a riderless motorcycle driving along on the outside lane of the A4 auto route before riding out of view. Hmm. Ghost rider. Was a ghost riding a motorbike down a French highway? I yep. bet
1: he was driving better than the French. <laughs> oh. Yeah.
2: And no, it- <laughs>
1: no. I'm almost fluent. No.
2: We. We.
1: leave Frau
2: Milch.
1: Chardonnay.
2: And it's not a rare thing. Charles
1: Aznavour.
2: Champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, and it's not a rare thing for motorcycles to ride off on their own. Apparently.
1: It's never happened to me.
2: I. They oh, just look. take off. There they go. goes my motorbike. <laughs> Be back for tea. Going to get a gallon of milk, I think. A gallon Uh, of Chardonnay. Unfortunately (laughs) not, as (laughs) Le Parisien. 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 (laughs) shed some light on the abnormal scene. The newspaper tracked down the rider of the bike, well, apparently he wasn't the rider, who was reportedly involved in a collision with another vehicle seconds before the video was recorded. Unfortunately for the owner, his motorcycle opted to keep on cruising the streets without him. The rider, who injured his arm in the crash, tried searching for his bike <laughs> two miles down the road, mate, but found, Mike. But, Mike. <laughs> but found no trace of it and eventually headed to the hospital for treatment. So he walked to the hospital <laughs> for some treatment. Stunt motorcyclist Jean Pierre Goy told The Sun that riderless bikes can run for more than 600 meters before toppling over. I seen motorcycle. <laughs> was he China- <laughs> Chinese? I thought this was France. Oh my God. Ride like this even longer. Especially oh, with the cruise. Moi, c'est especially with the cruise. A control block.
1: That'll be one of those French Chinese motorcyclists (laughs) that are a menace in Paris.
2: What do you call that when it's meshed together? A fusion, a (laughs) amalgamation,
1: a
0: synthesis.
2: Let's give points around. It's a disaster. Whatever.
1: (laughs) I should give you points, but for the life of me, I have no idea why. What's more scary than a world famous vampire?
0: Mm. An
1: angry mother bear, if you ask the Romanian authorities. A vampire bear. I'd like to see a vampire bear. <sighs> I can Not do me. it. Poenari Castle. Oh yeah.
3: What's Heather that? makes them?
1: She does make vampire bears. This they is do. true.
3: They're my favorite.
1: You have some very strange, terrible teddies. Bizarre hobbies, Miss Morris. Poenari Castle, which draws tourists through its Dracula connections, has been declared off-limits after visitors had close encounters with the animal. The mother bear is understood to be protecting three cubs. The Environment Ministry has given us the green light for the four bears to be captured and moved elsewhere, said local official Emilian Dragnea. But we still have to decide where to move them to. An apartment in Bucharest. What do you think? Four bears... A roomy apartment in Bucharest. They can make as much porridge as they want, and they can sleep all day long if they wish. Can you imagine saying, "Can you the neighbours? What are they doing up there?
2: <laughs> Thumping around?
1: Whoa! Anyone have think they've got bears up there? My Listen to them." basket's
2: gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, okay.
1: It's a
2: basket. <laughs> hey,
1: bubu.
3: than bubu.
1: Yes, Yogi Bear's Romanian.
3: (laughs) And Ranger Rick. I'd like to
1: see a sitcom where Yogi Bear's renting an apartment in Bucharest. I think there's mileage in that. You can do that. That would be the way to go. The castle stands on the cliffs overlooking the Argus River in the foothills of the Carpathian Mountains. The 15th century fortress was spruced up by Prince Vlad the Impala.
2: Ooh. The Impala. <laughs> Chevy Impala. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: Prince Vlad the Chevy Impala, the inspiration for Bram Stoker's 1897 gothic novel, Dracula. Police have blamed tourists for attracting the bears by leaving big in it baskets. At <laughs> <laughs> the site, actually says that.
2: Does it really? false. Breathe. Thank you, I'm psychic.
1: Around 6,000 brown bears live in Romania. Are we allowed to say brown bears? What are the rules now? Making up 60% of the European population. Vampire, bear, or nothing there. Go to our Facebook site on More Questions Than Answers. With Adrian Lee and you can find that story in glorious. Technicolor and a nice little picture of some cuddly bear cubs. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings?
3: A family who say they've lived with the presence of an attention-seeking ghost boy for years claim to have finally caught him on camera. Mum Sally Watts said she was feeling freaked out after spotting a creepy, childlike figure stood behind her in a photo taken by her daughter Charlotte three years ago. The ghostly figure appears to have been caught in the mirror's reflection during a birthday snap. In the picture, Sally, now 40, was celebrating her then 10-year-old daughter Grace's birthday, while the boy-shaped figure appears to lurk at her shoulder in the mirror's reflection. He's a lurker. (laughs) the astounded mum believes it could be the spirit of a ghoul she says has lived with them for twelve years in their old home playing cheeky tricks and even interacting with her own children sally from Brynifrid, north wales said we came out with the cake and charlotte stood to the side to take the picture Charlotte and I were looking through the photos later, and then I noticed a child behind me in the mirror. It completely freaked me out.
1: The ghosts of disappointing birthday parties. <laughs> oh, I have
3: many.
2: Oh,
1: Many ghosts from disappointing birthday parties. Yeah. What was yeah. the worst birthday present you ever got? You see, the brain cells are going around now.
2: Worst birthday present. I don't know.
1: Christmas. I had an auntie who was very well-meaning. I'm not going to knock the lady. She was a very generous person, but for some reason she forgot that the previous year she'd bought me gloves so every year for 10 years i got gloves how many pairs of gloves do you wear out in a lifetime and even in minnesota that's difficult i'm living in london the chances of wearing, unless you're going out strangling there's little chance of wearing them out isn't there is what i'm saying
2: the worst gift i ever got i think came from my ex-mother-in-law was the
1: gift of laughter <laughs>
2: No, I think it was hospital. The gift
1: of our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've got
2: some pamphlets if you want to. It read. was hospital socks. Hospital socks. Like secondhand. No, I oh. think they might have been new. You know, with the skid-proof yeah. ones. Yeah. Skin yeah. Nice,
3: and they're like yellow or tan. No, it was oh. like the
2: it was the bright blue. Oh.
1: Did you have them handy the next time you were <laughs> hospitalised, or did that pass you by? <sighs> Can this you imagine? I brought my own. You're in, in, you're in the wreckage of what used to be your car as you see the train trundling off into the yeah. distance. And as you're sitting there bleeding out, you're fiddling around in the glove compartment to get your socks on. You're
3: not uh-huh. going to charge me for this. That's right. I'm going to go with them on.
1: <laughs> they even make a handy tourniquet for all the blood I'm spurting onto the dashboard.
3: Uh-huh. Michelle,
1: anything come to mind instantly if you're drawing a blank
2: in that area?
3: Well, me and my brother purposefully get each other Lousy Christmas gifts. Right.
2: I think they're fabulous.
3: And I think the worst one I've gotten so far is a Millie Vanilli CD.
2: Oh, that's fantastic.
3: Mm.
1: Blame it on the rain. Mm. That wasn't them singing, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I shall give everyone points. Points all around. Heather's Yay! on six. Yay! Michelle's on four. I'm on five Ooh. as we venture into the round that is UFOs and cryptozoology. It's green men and very hairy beasties making first contact with intelligent alien life could be difficult if humanity has no way of getting its messages across but one bizarre theory claims the solution could lie in math we're all doomed everybody's doomed,
2: <sighs> doomed.
1: it suggests doomed. our communication with aliens should be based on maths because it's more likely to be a familiar and understandable thing to them why do you call it math over here Cousins. Why do
3: you call it plural?
1: Well, what does math? what's math short for?
3: Mathematics.
1: Right. The idea is that mathematics comes <laughs> as naturally to us as art or music. No, it doesn't.
3: No, it doesn't.
1: And so may be no. hardwired into the brains of aliens in a way that human language cannot be. Now, Carl DeVito, a mathematician at the University of Arizona in Tucson, has put forward a new language based on plausibly universal scientific concepts. I almost fell asleep halfway through that. He suggests that for two societies to trade precise scientific information, they must first understand one another's units of measurement. Together with linguist Richard Hurl, DeVito developed a language for this very purpose. The system works in a similar way to Morse code. Morris code,
3: <laughs> Chuck Morris. <laughs> it's
1: Morris code, sweetheart. The sender transmits numbers and symbols by transmitting a series of radio or light pulses. This is similar to the semaphore lamps used by the navy to send messages by Morris code between Morris. ships at sea. Algebra or algina. Oh God. Go to our Facebook site for really? questions and answers. You can read the entire story in full. How this gentleman from Tucson, Arizona is going to communicate with aliens using flashing lights and Morris. Oh,
2: I thought you were going to say flashcards. Yeah. <laughs> flash <cards. laughs>
1: we picked these up in the thrift store.
0: Yeah.
1: Why are you showing flash him a picture a of a sausage? Flashcards. <laughs> flashcards. Alien flashcards Do not leave home Without them What's the symbol Hang on I'm getting through me cards What's I don't want to be probed oh, no. no She's shaking her head And holding up a card That's, that's, a, for that's snor- a
2: four times two other. Four times two Hang
1: on that says Paris And there's a picture of the Eiffel Tower That's a gazelle Hang on I'm muddling me cards up <laughs> Aliens are blind. I'm blind. <laughs> You'd be put back down again. Don't worry about that. I
3: don't think I was dealing with the top brass.
1: <laughs> Alien
2: flashcards.
1: Morris Code, what have you got for me in the round of UFOs and cryptozoology?
2: I have something so exciting. Oh, come on. Oh, uh, and it's gonna happen next week. <gasps> are you really excited? Okay. Uh, yeah. Day. Do you like KFC? Yes, I love it. Oh, then you're going to love this. KFC plans to make a space pioneer out of a chicken sandwich. Yes. What? Next week when it sends it to the edge of the atmosphere with the help of a high altitude balloon. This is cold.
1: I'm not eating this. I've waited
2: 24 days and it's cold. That's it's a... got ice on it. <laughs> <laughs> that delivery service sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Chickens in space. Oh, that's kind of like pigs in space yeah, from pigs Muppets. In space. Yeah. Nice. Don't you remember?
1: I do remember such things. Yeah. I do. Pigs
2: recall. in space.
1: Gotta love the Muppets.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, <clears throat> pro- <laughs> the promotional stunt for the Zinger sandwich comes two months after the fast food chain unveiled Rob Lowe playing Kentucky Fried Chicken founder Colonel Harlan Sanders in a spacesuit as part of an ad campaign. The ads promise to send the breaded chicken sandwich into space. KFC is partnering with balloon maker Worldview on the project. The chain says the launch window opens June 21st for what it says is the longest controlled stratospheric balloon flight of a with Cooked a, chicken <laughs> with a commercial <laughs> payload. Hang on, payload it's, Ill- it's illegal. It's to illegal fly a
1: chicken? to put a chicken in a balloon with you. We read this out three weeks ago. No, it is right. illegal no. to Where? go up in a hot New Zealand. Where? New Zealand,
2: yeah. Well, this is America, so whatever. <laughs> America, America. I'm sorry, I'm a bit rusty. <laughs> yeah. I'm a bit rusty
1: on my hot air balloon chicken aviation laws. I can only.
2: Experiments with... How do you make a chicken fly?
1: It depends how hard you kick it.
2: Oh, (laughs) no.
1: Early early experiments with the cold air balloon never took off.
2: Oh, (laughs) Adrian Edward. Anyway, the sandwich will return to Earth and bring back telemetry data, which that's a pretty smart friggin' chicken. That's right. Uh Uh-huh. You're speechless. (laughs) All I
1: know is that Kentucky Fried Chicken are probably sponsoring... The balloon to go up. I would imagine and making yeah. a lot of money from it is where we are. I shall give you points for being informative, but arguing with me on chicken aviation doors. Astonishing <laughs> images have emerged which shows a Bigfoot type <gasps> monster lurking through the trees.
0: Yes. Big feet
1: And now officials have warned the creature could be deadly. Uh huh. The bizarre moment was captured by Jake Gardner, who said he felt something was watching him. In a woodland
0: area Jake started to feel
1: Like he was being stalked So he whipped out his phone
0: Thank god it was his phone
1: He recorded this incredible discovery And while at first he couldn't see anything unusual When he watched it for a second time He noticed the ape-like creature beast Jumping around Through the branches It actually looks like it's squatting It looked like it stopped (laughs) To lace some rope and then someone snaps it on their cell phone. It's sat there. Do Sasquatch crap in the woods? Do we know? Honestly, it's sat there. You're walking through the woods, minding your own business. Mm-hmm. Nature wants to take its course. Things are moving south. You decide to have a squat. There's some guy taking pictures of you before the end of the day's out. You're on crap chat. It's outrageous. Crap he was looking chat, He really? was looking pensive.
2: It was the Sasquatch the looked
1: thinker. looked like he'd like been caught. Like the door had flown open. we
2: said Squatch watching, not Squat watching. Oh,
1: my apologies. I'm having trouble with my worms this evening. Mm. We think that this is pretty good possibility that this was an ape. This is and an they, ape. Rather than a guinea pig or a donkey apparently
2: oh. He had some
1: flash cards So he knew what he was
2: looking for Flash cards Flash cards
0: Jake who works near the
1: woodland In La Crescenta in Los Angeles Told KTLA At first I heard a bunch of strange noises It was straining They were eating bark and nuts It was straining <laughs> It's got the same diet as Elvis Presley ultimately you Just see where we are he thought it was just a bird, <laughs> but it turns out to be a Sasquatch having a dump. He added, you can definitely see the torso and four limbs moving around. It's pretty obvious it's kind of moving. Authorities from <laughs> the Department of, of Fish and Wildlife believe the animal could be some kind of great ape that could pose a serious danger to the great public. Great
2: ape. I remember him on yes, a cartoon. Great, ape. great, great,
1: great ape. ape. These animals are incredibly strong and they can easily kill or seriously injure a person because if it turns out it is an ape, these animals are scared, hungry, and they're out of their element, and they're unhappy, defecating in the woods. Yeah. Hmm. The official added that the creature could have been an illegal pet, which had escaped from a wildlife enthusiast's home. Has anyone seen Bubbles recently?
3: No. Where's well, no. Bubbles now? What's Poor he up Bubbles. To? What's
1: Bubbles doing?
3: Hmm. He added
1: people import these animals as illegal, exotic pets. Gorillas in the mist or Bigfoot taking a passing stroll. You decide. If you go to our Facebook site, you can see the Sasquatch looking pensive as he's having a squat. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of UFOs and cryptozoology?
3: The Thylacine Awareness Group of Australia has uploaded a new video clip to its YouTube channel. The group, which believes that the thylacine, or Tasmanian tiger continues to survive to this day, despite being officially declared extinct in the 1980s.
1: There's an old black and white Victorian photograph of one in a zoo, and I think oh, that's so the, only, the only picture they've mm-hmm. got of one, I
3: think. He died of exposure and neglect. Did he mm-hmm. really? I think his name was Benji.
1: Wow, you never cease to amaze me, Michelle. But you could be making all this up. No, I'm not. Who knows? Well, you told me once you owned a pet moose.
3: Yeah. Okay, I just <laughs> thought <I'd share> that. <laughs> They have released several videos over the last few months showing what some people believe to be evidence that the species is still alive and well. Nice. Mm -hmm. This latest video, which was uploaded two days ago, shows an animal with distinctive black stripes moving around the left side of the frame for about two minutes. Sadly though, the animal is never fully shown, making it very difficult to identify. While it is certainly possible that the video shows a Tasmanian tiger surviving in the wild, the creature is unfortunately far more likely to be an eastern barred bandicoot. I like to say that word.
1: Go for it. Say it again. Bandicoot. Nice. Or a similar species. That's fantastic. We can watch all these videos. These things Mm -hmm. are there for us to look at on our Facebook site. That brings to a conclusion the round of UFOs. And Cryptozoology, I'm on seven. Michelle scored five. Heather is still nudging into the lead with a very healthy and rounded eight as we run into the last round of the evening. That is the strange and the bizarre. It's the stories from around the world that are too strange, too bizarre, too weird not to read out. They're too good not to read out. (laughs) But they don't fit easily.
3: No, Mm -mm. no, they don't.
1: Into any other category. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of the Strange and the
2: Bizarre? I have some poor souls working at 7-Eleven in Oregon. We're just trying to serve up some big gulps.
1: Those are souls, are they?
2: And some hot dogs. When their microwave suddenly exploded. I, I know. They called the cops. Cops? and when <laughs> The, the pro- microwave police now, please. <laughs> That's right. And when the proper authorities checked out the situation, they didn't find a bomb. Instead, they say it contained a urine sample. <gasps> oh, someone went... Oh, my God. This is a job
1: for the microwave police.
2: Ish. According to Beaverton, Oregon. <laughs> right on. News station KATU, the cops evacuated the convenience store, and brought in the explosives unit. After careful inspection, they determined that a urine sample had been wrapped in a hand warmer and was being heated in the microwave by someone who'd fled the scene.
1: Nice hot wee-wee. You can't (laughs) be on a
2: cold, cold (laughs) winter's
1: night. Get (laughs) me some of that hot wee-wee.
2: I started reading the story, and I'm thinking, why would anyone want warm I wee. think I know. I mean, is it the
1: ammonia in your wee wee mixed with the hand sanitizer and the alcohol creates a bomb?
2: They weren't trying to create a bomb. Let's just say that. They were trying to pass a drug test. Oh, they yes. were trying. Yeah, it's a the body. You- <laughs> they were trying to get it to. Bo- I. My friend uh, no. Michelle! <laughs> Do you, often cook, do you often spend
1: cold, lonely evenings on the Midwest plains cooking your own wee-wee in the microwave? What you has your life just, come to? I know
3: the proper amount of time to get
1: it. Two <laughs> minutes and 34
2: seconds.
1: 98.6. On the height, was it
2: defrost? Or? We're just warming He's it through and cooking it. So while Oregon is one of the few places where recreational cannabis use is legal, cooking. it's still legal for employers and government to drug test people. Yes, drug tests cover other substances too but it's a notable fact potheads love Mm 7-Eleven. Police believe the person they are looking for was on their way to a drug test and popped into the store to heat up a sample of clean urine. It appears that whoever was on his or her way to do a drug test did not feel it was warm enough. Why didn't they just put it between their legs?
1: How hot is it between your legs? I mean,
2: <laughs> you need to ask. <laughs>
1: Blimey, it's taking the eyebrows off.
2: Oh, turn away. I didn't, do you know
1: when you're standing in front of a bonfire? One side of your face is red.
2: That's what you have. One of those. These shields. those <laughs> fire retarded shields. <laughs> <laughs> the glasses have melted. Cross your legs, woman.
3: It's like Raiders of the Lost Ark.
1: <laughs> melted. <laughs> so <on>. you're comparing
3: <laughs> Heather
1: crossing her legs to the scene where they open the Ark of the Covenant. On Raiders of the Lost Ark.
2: Sounds about right.
1: You'd never think. Blow the dust off. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. Turn away, Michelle. Turn away,
2: Mary. Don't. Whatever you do,
1: don't look at it.
2: So what they did is they decided to microwave it at the 711. The chemical makeup of the hand warmer did not agree with the microwave and it exploded. Nice.
1: See, I think I know why it exploded. I've done some chemistry. I know what happened. There. Police
2: plan to check the security cameras to find their suspect and that person better hope they weren't scheduled for a drug test by the government because that would really narrow down the list of potential perpetrators. I want Ooh. to see a
1: wee wee explosion. <sighs>
3: not gonna happen Mm -mm. i ain't cleaning that up no way
1: okay we'll save that for another episode michelle (laughs) you have the last story of the night in the round of the strange and the bizarre
3: a pennsylvania woman recorded a video while she and her husband dealt with a squirrel that broke into their home yay yay squirrel allison tompkinson posted a video to facebook on may 28th showing what happened when a squirrel broke through a window screen and enter her family's Glen Mills home, only one day after they fixed the screen due to a hole from a previous squirrel break-in.
1: Stole, little buggers. stole alcohol in <laughs> the DVR player.
3: <laughs> the video shows Tomkinson's husband, Ryan, chasing after the rodent with the family dogs, but the small animal proves to be too nimble for them to grab.
1: They're little buggers. <laughs> they are. They're little sods. <laughs>
3: The squirrel makes a run at Tompkinson, causing her to scream. It's the killer <laughs> rabbit! It's got me by the throat. <laughs> it's dynamite before fleeing out the open patio door. And Heather, I was just wondering if you would do me the honor of reading the last part out for me.
2: Mmm. The squirrel <laughs> It broke down into a house by chewing through that darn screen a few weeks ago. My husband thought the best idea was to sit my dog on this tree rat.
1: Dog, dog on what?
2: <laughs> the tree rat. They tree rat. This daggone tree rat. <laughs> daggone. Some bitch. But ultimately, <laughs> he did not go down with that fight. He was fighting like some little midget furry animal.
1: <laughs> midget furry animal
2: or without scaring the living daylight out of me she wrote
1: in a posting i cannot thank you heather you're welcome with that we now enter the round that is not for your mother which means you have found us in our archive, so why don't you press the lovely little orange heart if you're on SoundCloud and tell us how much you love the show, or leave us a fabulous review? This is the round we do because we can't do it on air for fear of being removed. It is laden with innuendo and the filth from around the world. Filth, the filth. filth! This very week, you may have seen this online. Actually, woman's one-piece bathing suit <gasps> modeled after Harry Malbody
2: i want one an online (laughs) you want a hairy body congratulations you've got one
1: you can tell you're german
0: An an online
1: retailer is turning heads on the beach and the internet, with a unique women's bathing suit patterned after a man's hairy body. The sexy chest one piece swimsuit, sold for $49.95 on website Beloved Shirts, is modeled after the body of a man, complete with nipples, chest hair, back hair, and a half covered belly button. The swimsuit is available in multiple skin tones, and photos and videos of the suit in action have gone viral on a baffled internet have you seen this i have Mm -hmm. it's
2: freaking hilarious it's pretty hilarious disgusting it is freaking hilarious no
1: guy is going to chat you up on the beach or by the pool it's a good deterrent to having creepy guys come up to you isn't it
2: i think it's hilarious i really do it's a man's
1: Hairy body, yep. photographed and superimposed onto it.
2: A... look at my body. Oh, no, you...
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Get in my belly. My
3: sexy body. Oh, I'm getting kind of emotional.
1: Mm. It's all squidgy. <laughs> Baywatch or Sasquatch? <laughs> Decide for yourself. If you visit Facebook, more questions than answers with Adrian Lee and you can see the hairy swimsuit being modelled by a rather attractive young lady. Mm. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother?
3: A popular strip club in Jackson, Florida has been closed until further notice after several dancers contracted diarrhoea. That's Friday night. Can you imagine you're swinging around on the pole?
1: (laughs) (laughs) The first 15 rows. Where the bloody hell have you been?
2: That's a chocolate straw.
1: You've got a brand new shirt on. You've had to go and get a shirt and it's still got the creases in it from where it was folded up in the packet.
2: You're never going to explain that to your wife.
1: Ever. ever. What, while you're covered in (laughs) diarrhoea? Well, you're going to laugh when I tell you, sweetheart. Funny thing was, me and Dave decided.
2: Why do you have skid marks on your shirt? That's all I want to know.
1: It was Bridget the Midget and she'd had the Taco Bell. That's all you need to know.
2: Jade Lagoon. Jade
1: Lagoon.
3: God. Terrible. <clears throat> the cause of the incident, which remains under investigation, has been initially linked to a contaminated
2: buffet at the <gasps> venue. <laughs> at the venue, Shacker,
3: yep. a finger finger
1: buffet oh. at, at the a strip show. Mm-hmm. That is
2: trouble.
3: As
1: much as you can eat. <laughs>
3: Big trouble. Oh. While oh. the investigation continues, the venue has not been named. I bet. Mm. According to reports by local media the strip club was nearly full on Friday night when the incident occurred, and both staff and customers were reported to have eaten from the free buffet, which included the usual selection of ribs, chicken, and deep-fried shrimp. I
1: would be worried now. What if you lived in Jacksonville, and by just some sheer coincidence, you, you have diarrhea now? Because <laughs> your wife would be saying, hang on a second, where were you on Friday night? Why have you got diarrhea? Mm-hmm. You may not have been anywhere near the no? place, but a strange set of circumstances is, the good lord, he's our shepherd...
2: I was out t- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nice.
3: While the results of the lab analysis are yet to come back, one source familiar with the investigation told reporters that bad shrimp was most likely the cause of the diarrhea.
1: Don't touch the shrimp at the buffet. These are the rules. Buffet 101.
2: It's Florida, though. You should be able to trust shrimp from Florida. You should. As opposed to the middle of Minnesota.
3: Typically, shrimp are involved in cases like this when they are not cleaned thoroughly.
1: Sea bugs. These are just
3: bugs.
2: They're sea bugs. I hate the poop strip. Yeah, the poop strip.
1: The poop strip. Mm-hmm. Well don't go to these clubs then.
2: <laughs> My <laughs> advice of the club. Oh, yeah.
1: I'm gonna go to the poop strip. I don't care what your mother says. I've earned this. I've worked hard all week.
2: I need to let loose. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new Jeez. line. Cut loose at the poop strip. <laughs> She's
1: my brown-eyed girl.
2: La 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 la.
1: Do God. you remember when
2: chocolate love? Oh my God! Chocolate starfish. Nice. Uh,
3: patrons at the venue who were sitting near the stage, excellent, were the most directly oh, affected Jesus.
2: by the incident. They had one of those splatter screams. <laughs>
1: Wet t-shirt. That's not what I had in mind. Riot
2: mine. gear. Yeah, the riot gear.
1: <laughs> There's a guy with a diving mask
3: on. Like the old-timey... That's right, copper. Yeah. God. Oh, which occurred close to 11 p.m. According to a witness at the venue, three dancers were performing on separate poles. <laughs> <laughs> nice. When the first sign of trouble emerged. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> the first sight of <laughs>
1: trouble <laughs>
2: emerged.
1: Yep. Pour some
2: sugar.
3: Oh, that's
0: brown a- sugar. Yeah. Did they see it coming?
2: <laughs>
1: oh.
3: <laughs> okay, I'm going to try to get through this. Red light,
1: yellow light, brown light, go. <laughs> go.
3: <laughs> At first, I picked up a bad smell. And I thought maybe the guy next to me had farted, said the witness, <laughs> Witnesses who declined to be named. Someone's going to get post-traumatic stress disorder. Oh, my God. I have it just from reading this. However, the smell got worse, and I noticed that a lot of other guys were looking around to see what it was. It was at this point that the first dancer began to suffer from diarrhea. Look at her writhing, look. That's got to be worth a dollar. Look
1: at her go.
2: And was unable to control her bowels any longer. (laughs) Well, that's explosive then. Well, she must have
1: been skewered. They get on these poles up and down, (gasps) squatting about.
2: And a stream of brown liquid soon
3: gushed all over the stage. I bet bet that cleared the
1: building quick.
3: Oh. Done. it was absolutely disgusting he told journalists a number of guests immediately puked <laughs> 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 <How> you've got <laughs> shit and vomit on your shirt
1: where have you been <laughs> what, it's that glitter vomit diarrhea combo <laughs>
3: I personally ran for the exit. (laughs) I bet. And lost all interest in the show. (laughs) You you mean you suddenly were off your tits? Uh, 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 uh. The other dancers on stage also began to suffer from diarrhea
2: soon after and were forced to abandon their performance. You know what I think is funny about this so far? All of it. Tell me. (laughs) The fact that the strippers hit the buffet before everybody else did. Exactly, exactly. All of
1: them. Get in there. It makes me think that someone spiked some of the food. You, you you, can imagine the kind of people that might be hanging out at these places. You can oh. easily put a little what? dribble of something. Uh,
2: I don't think so. Do you imagine the type of food quality you're going to get from a strip joint?
1: I have no idea. It's not, Mil-
2: be- it's not I, Michelin star, is it? I'm not going I've never to been me. to a strip club. Isn't that crazy? Whatever. Yeah.
1: Tonight. Is our lucky
2: night. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Let me have some shrimp. (laughs) No, it burned down, remember?
1: That is, I cried. The strip club in uh, Spirit Lake, Iowa, zippers burnt down and... uh, It's done. My my dad was weeping for a week.
2: Luckily, there's another one. There is another one. You have options, Michelle. Okay.
1: We can make it happen. High class. We can make It it happen.
2: Okay. They had a hard time getting off the stage,
1: slipping and sliding. Why? One, one broke her ankle. It was oh, like a rain- uh, like a baby deer on ice,
3: said one witness who stayed to watch the aftermath be of the incident. High heels and diarrhea really don't mix. <laughs> Wouldn't you take your shoes off at that point? At this point, who cares? Doesn't matter does to see. Just abandon the ship. hmm Some of the guests who had been enjoying the show also. Contracted diarrhea, and there was a rush to the men's room, which unfortunately did not have enough stalls to cope with a sudden influx. Use a lot of User uh, sink.
1: Use a sink. And the urinal.
3: Cleaners who were hired to deal with the mess reportedly were shocked at never the condition of in the venue. 35 years, I've never seen a like. Strip clubs are generally dirty places, but this one on a whole. On the whole was at a whole new level. A whole new wow. level. Wow. Said one of the cleaning staff, in my time, I've seen feces in a urinal once or twice, but never in the sinks. Nice. They could have pulled oh, the plug They went bridesmaids see? on it.
1: They could have oh, pulled the plug
3: Nice. Out. In an effort to compensate customers for the incident, the venue's management took to social media.
1: And said they're doing a free buffet. <laughs>
3: <entry>. <laughs> <laughs> to offer free entry to any guests who had been at the club on Friday night. Management also noted that the free buffet would not be available until further notice.
2: Oh, that's nice. Mm-mm.
3: Well, there's a
1: silver lining there, isn't mm. there? Oh, wow! It is. If we've not already had it, the return of the Phantom. Turner! Oh, lord! It's been a while.
2: It has been. Oh, He's good. been uh...
1: in hiding. Yes, like Batman. yes, yes. He's a, you know a phantom,
2: mean... phantom. <laughs> <turfer>. <laughs>
1: Two peas so aren't enough.
2: Fortress of solitude. <laughs>
3: it's
1: like when Batman decides to hang up the cape and s- has six months off, or s- oh. Superman gets a a yeah.
0: moment
1: Kryptonite. where he has to go and live in an ice cave oh, somewhere.
2: God rest Adam West. Yes. Oh, yes,
3: Adam West. Rest in peace.
1: Thank you. My story's going to be really funny now, isn't
2: it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you brought up Batman. Yeah. I didn't bring up Adam West. <laughs> is the Batman. Mm -hmm.
1: A sustained campaign of in-pool defecations could spell the end for a kid's disco. Oh,
2: gross.
0: Someone
1: keeps defecating in a pool in Falmouth, Cornwall, so hard that a weekly children's disco is in danger of being cancelled.
2: What do you mean so hard? (laughs) Is it like marbles? Or it's just like a lot? A lot. That's a lot. Let let that
1: sink in, so to speak. Someone crapped repeatedly in a pool. So much that a children's weekly disco has had to be cancelled.
2: Why are they dancing in the pool? Yeah.
1: This is what they do, apparently. They put on some disco records, have some disco lights, and the pool is a party place. This happens quite a lot. As the Western Mm. Morning News reports, the Ships and Castles Leisure Centre in Falmouth has been the target of a persistent logger. (laughs)
2: That's your problem right there. You, did you say ships and yep. castles? <laughs> yeah.
3: You could easily, Wrong
2: name. It's quite close to what it could yeah. be. You
3: know? it keeps, that's why he got it mixed up.
1: <laughs> the word logger was their words, apparently, unless this is health and safety terminology I hadn't previously been aware of. I'm genuinely interested if that's proper terminology, logger, mm. who drops rope in the pole during the kids' water disco, which is called wave. Rave. Apparently the person, or persons, if you think about it, this could be an organised turd gang. Mm. (laughs) They wait. The turd burglars. (laughs) For the light, I think that's something different. That's on a a Thursday night. They wait for the lights to dim. They wait for the Calvin Harris album to come on shuffle. Mm For the kids mm to start mm raving. mm 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 And just then...
0: (laughs) I was a big like,
1: floating jobby <laughs> goes steering by week oh, oh. after week that's going to be a danger to shipping
2: who did you say was on the stereo
1: calvin harris
2: i thought barry white yeah
1: <laughs> a little bit of uh, how's your father
2: <laughs> what for a kid's rave
1: how many kids in a swimming pool in Falmouth?
3: Let's get it out, Alrighty.
1: they
2: are <laughs> <They're> only eight. Eh? <laughs> Barry White. Which is why I was having a hard time grasping. Barry Brown. <laughs> I've done a Barry Brown, mummy. Help me. Help me.
0: <laughs> we have to get off at the next stop. <laughs> I just have a mental picture <laughs> no, of kids
1: in no. very white. In a swimming pool <laughs> while someone's dropping trowel. I had, and a caddy rumb- shack.
3: <laughs> I had the Caddyshack scene in my head until you put <laughs> it. White This has in happened
1: <laughs> week after week, apparently. Well, they
3: must have to just disinfect the whole thing, right?
1: It's getting so bad that the leisure firm behind the centre is called Tempest is considering cancelling the weekly event. It seems a customer is purposely defecating in our centre, a spokesman said. The customer being one of the children aged between 8 and 14 years old attending the session. I would like to assure our customers this poses no health and safety threat to other members of the public using our facility. Our water is treated by ultraviolet light and we use chlorine as a further measure of disinfection. Oh, ish. What worries me? is. Can chlorine stop a turd bobbling towards you as you go through it? <laughs> No! Laser-guided, popping up <coughs> as you're swimming. Yuck. While you're attempting...
3: While you're disco dancing to Barry White. You're,
2: you're, <laughs> trying to, you're
1: trying to get your breathing down whilst doing the butterfly.
2: Mum, that man's smoking a cigar! Oh. Because I don't think... <coughs> <laughs> oh! You're talking about a turd torpedo.
1: <laughs> New girl in the corner puking her guts up. I don't think chlorine can cure that problem. <coughs> or ultraviolet light. And that puts me off. Wave, Turds? Wait,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Puts me off them too. Uh.
1: Backstroke.
3: I, I don't like public pools.
1: Or front choke. You decide. Oh, You're swimming around in other people's wee wee, aren't you? First of all, you have to go through an acid bath that's like three inches of cold water that's got some can ring pulls and a little round corn plaster in it. And then you're out. Corn
2: plaster? Where's me corn plaster for
1: me Faruga? Oh,
2: that's a band-aid type thing for your foot, just so you know. Corn plaster for me corns. All me corns, don't. You've trod on me corns.
3: Oh, no. What's wrong
1: with you? You're like a bear in an apartment in Romania. Miss Morris, Yeah. what have you got for me tonight in the round Not For Your Mother?
2: I've got a story that many people have been circulating, Yes, but I don't quite know if they actually read it, so I'm going to help you. You're going to help us bit. with
1: the reading. I've never had problems reading Is before. it about poo? Nope. Good. Has it got a willy in it?
2: Nope. Mm.
1: And then we're not interested. Let's go to a strip <laughs> club, Michelle. Well,
2: okay. we're going to talk about an oyster. That Ooh. helps. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here we go. A 25 year old Gulfport woman who decided to sunbathe in the nude oh. on the Ship Island beach has received a laceration to her vagina after she was bitten by a crab. Now, number one, you don't get bitten by a crab. No. Pinched. You get.
1: They have no teeth.
2: Yeah, pinched. Pinched. Yes. Yeah, they come at you like, yeah, yes. they come at you.
1: Sideways. Yeah. Look, it's a crab.
2: Yes, they do. So, a marine biologist who commented on the case claims that the crab, likely to have been a blue crab as opposed to a happy crab, um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> woke up this morning <laughs>
1: <laughs> walking sideways blues.
2: May have confused a woman's genitals with an oyster
1: one of those blue lipped oysters,
2: which is part of their natural diet. So they assumed her vajayjay, her vajazzled vajayjay, was an oyster. So she was nude sunbathing? Yes. Basting it? Yes, she was. According to reports by local media, the incident occurred in the afternoon when the beach was largely deserted. The women, along with two of her female friends, decided it was a good opportunity to sunbathe nude nude, day. mistake nude day. Ooh, um, day the group of women told reporters that they sometimes sunbathe nude on ship island in order to get a full body tan but only when there are no other beach goers within sight we had not been on the beach for about 15 minutes <laughs> And nice. I had just fallen asleep, said one of the girls involved. I was wakened up by my friend screaming as something had beaten her, and looking down, we were shocked to see a crab hanging off <gasps> her lower body.
1: The hermit crab. <laughs>
2: Just Can only... you imagine that dangling there like a sack of balls?
1: No. <laughs> I'm no, sorry. No. Are you comparing a blue-shelled crab to a sack of balls?
2: <laughs> Blue balls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. That's good. That's good. I like that. The 25-year-old friends both helped to remove the crab. And Stop they provided it. Stop immediate... Stop it. They provided immediate first aid until medical help could arrive. We help. were both a bit embarrassed because... Of the location of the injury. Well, on the beach? But we put out of our mind and we had to help our friend. So the girls told reporters that they were worried that the crab's pincers could have contained poison, which I didn't know about. I don't think that's true. So they took turns to suck, suck the poison out. To suck out the venom from The wound. No, no. no, Yes, they did. No, no. I'm sorry. Up until that point, I was gonna bite, but now. You were gonna bite.
1: The worst thing to do, (laughs) the very worst thing to do, with a bee sting.
2: Michelle, it's okay. Come back. with a With
1: a snake bite, is to suck out the venom because you're then getting it through your gums and your mouth and your lips. You're then taking the venom. You're
2: supposed to spit. Yeah, You don't swallow. It's still going mm-hmm. into All your women know that. gums
1: in your mouth.
2: <laughs> you spit.
1: I don't understand that. Well, so they're sucking the venom of a crab's claw, which I don't think exists. I don't think there is a crab well, with poisonous claws. Well, we
2: weren't sure if it was a type of crab so that did was it anyway. or could have been poisonous, but just to be safe. We thought we better clean the wound.
1: Two at the fire service and three at the ambulance crew had to go as well. <laughs>
2: Cause you can't, be, to you be, you can't be, be sure, right? Gotta be safe. So anyway, the injured girl's friends have been commended for their assistance they provided and the maturity that they showed when dealing with the incident. Well, the pincers of the crab are not typically venomous. They can cause an allergic reaction in some people if they are bitten in sensitive area, particularly in the genitale, so the oh. mayor,
0: <laughs> Have a drink.
2: <laughs> Just... The injured girl, she is very lucky. Her friends were on hand to prove and provide assistance. Meanwhile, a local Gulfport man who attempted to make love to what he described as an attractive oyster... It was looking at me. ...is recovering in a hospital after nearly severing his pinai (laughs) on the Mullis' sharp shell. Wow. Wow. You're welcome. Wow. Wow.
1: Crab, Rangoon, or Jade Lagoon? (laughs) Softshell crab. <laughs> wow. Softshell crab or donna kebab.
2: Oh, God, God. Lobster pot
1: or complete crock. You decide for yourself by visiting our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee. So on that note, all good things must come to an end. So let us look at tonight's scores in last place with the K2 meter that has the dead battery and we've not changed it for four years it's <laughs> well, Michelle who scored what? 8, oh, eight what? on any other night Whoa. Whoa. Whoa.
0: <laughs> would have got you
1: a win I scored 9 and as much as it pains me but I'm all about philanthropy and resplendent first place. And winning the $33,000 IR cameras is Miss Morris, who scored 10 and invented Morris Code.
0: Yay, Heather. Yay, Do not
1: fear, listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time. And I'd love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show and feel free to contact me anytime via my Facebook site, More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee or you can join my Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips and remember we now do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show in a round called Not For Your Mother that is laden with filth that if you go to soundcloud.com and search for MQTA Radio, you will find... My gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to Lorna Hunter, Heather Morris, Jeton Drano and Michelle Corrie and all of the International Paranormal Society intparanormal.net and all of the show's sponsors including Martin's Online Auctions, The Lakes Area, Paranormal Interest Group and MUFON of Minnesota and remember if you wish to donate to our show you can go to patreon.com and search for MQTA Radio It just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember... Interested and interesting. Good night.